rifle yeah. attack, you know, on, on civilians in America. So I started I had to ask myself, like, what is it that are gun U.S. gun production companies making that much money off of these weapons from Americans? Yeah. yeah. Or is it, or like you said, membership. I think the membership is what is really must really bring these people. They a got lot voters. Of money. They have a lot of people who will actually go out and vote. Like NRA members will go out and vote when they say that the mm. you know the Second Amendment is. Um, under attack, and it's really not like they have a lot of power in liberal um, states. So oh, it's not no. like they have a lot oh, of power no. in like New yeah. York or California. Yeah. Right. But like they'll go out and their voters will go out and vote in a primary in like Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like so, like you don't need them to be that powerful. But if you can sway like a couple of senators or a couple like Republicans in like Northern Tennessee yeah. to switch over, then you have like this outsized yeah. power because you have five people who will go out in the dead of winter and vote in like a Republican right. primary for like the House seat. Yeah, right. But like nobody no, else no does else that. Going out there. It's that right. motivation. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. when's the last yeah. time you voted Dedication. in a primary for the House? Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. so it's it's that. Like and they can get their those inter- out. their members are like they have a decent number of million billionaires like millionaires billionaires who are able to you know sway you know political I mean, those, those guys go quail, uh, quail hunting oh, like exactly and they shoot but my problem right now with, <laughs> yeah my problem right now with the NRA is that when you poll members, they all agree to the same background checks that liberals agree to we all are agreeing same set of gun regulations the assault rifles, uh, her, her background, age, the minimum age. Like most Americans, NRA members are more than the general some <laughs> of these polls. Yeah. So it's like, and how this organization power and it's going against and still has this much power. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, part of the issue, too, though, is that, like, what they convinced uh, white middle-class voters and white working-class voters was that Obama was going to keep going the second he did one of these things. So, like, what they started to believe was that, like, this wasn't going to be the first stop. It was going to be one of those, quote-unquote, slippery slope um, situations where, like, first first he takes away that, and then all of a sudden he's coming in and taking all your guns. And they're like, okay, so don't do nothing. Right. Like, you know, like, we're we're doing ourselves. So, you know. That's that. Trump's uh, Democrats and the Republicans over gun. And you corrected Mike Pence and said, no, my first and didn't do the law. The one thing they've been accusing Democrats of this whole time, they're Republican, they all tyrant president agrees with and they're cool with. I don't get it. I'm lost. It's oh. it is it is an interesting it definitely is an interesting time. Um, so what I actually do want to actually I want to go fi- ahead and finish that the Florida um like basically what has happened and, and just in case anybody may have not heard like what this bill really incorporates, but um I know from what I actually gained is that you know teachers are still being armed like some teachers are still going to be armed right so instead of taking that money right that you are going to ar- that you're going to arm these teachers with right so there's going to have to be guns bought there's going to have to be th- like training Regular classes training. paid for so where why is it recertification recertifications retrainings, retrainings where thank you all of these things right put it in a box all of that money that you are doing to take care and these teachers aren't get like why not put that into School system. Education. Why not education? Why not put that into their salaries? But we're over here like, oh, it's okay. I mean, but that's the that's the big question right there. So now yeah. you're gonna say you're gonna arm a teacher. Yeah. So if I have to come to work as a teacher and I have to educate students, yeah, but still be prepared for a violent attack mm. and and be the one. Yeah. 
not just the teacher, the one teacher or two teachers yep. who have to carry this weapon. And my obligation is to protect and defend anyone here in this school. It's crazy. Now, what is my salary going to be in comparison to? Nothing. They're still going to pay them the same amount. Right. They don't got money for that. No, they, exactly. They, they don't got money for raises. <laughs> there's there's, no, there's no money. There's no point. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. on the education. Now, okay, now. look, look, look. You know, go get your All own right. education. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Go read books. I'm pretty sure teachers that. have to supply their own. Yeah. You have to get your own gun, too. But, yeah. let's, <laughs> but let's take it a step further now. So now you say, okay. And I think they're trying to do voluntary basis. I'm not, am I correct? Yeah, I don't even know if it's a voluntary I mean, basis. I like, can't be like... Yeah, I don't even know if it's a voluntary basis. So whoever's the, whoever's the most fit teacher, teacher. Yeah. you yeah. have to be the one. So, but the thing is now, when that teacher goes in there and they freeze up and they don't defend, now what's the now penalty, penalty going to be? be? Are you going to treat, gonna them, treat them, like them like the officer... The officer? Who that's you know, good. Like to have a gun and defend, and defend these people, people. so yeah. there's a yeah. repercussion behind, behind him not, him, not, him or her not doing their job. That's a really good now, question. Now, what's the question behind? What's the uh, response behind that? Yeah, that's a that's the biggest thing that they and every teacher that they've pulled is saying we don't want this. Like right. every teacher that that they've pulled is saying that no, we don't we don't want guns or anything of that nature because just as you said, like. Trained officers are supposed to be doing that. Yeah, they're going to certify them to do that, but they're not going to be trained. And it's like, and they're, <laughs> which is interesting. They had the meme about like, um, you remember Pinky from Friday? Yeah. And they were like, so now, now you have a, a teacher, right, with a gun. And they're saying, and these teachers, and of course we know that white people are like, oh, a black, a, a black kid, or, you know, he's, he's looks like out. he's oh, acting oh, out, oh, or shoot he, him. Yeah, he look, he, he, he looks scary. Out his pencil. Exactly. So <laughs> now you now we have this, and we know that what's gonna oh, happen. Man. We know what's gonna I mean, happen. I, I think you do have to look at like two aspects of this, right? So like during the shooting that was going on in Florida, there were trained officers outside, outside. with guns who were too scared to run into the building that's and confront yeah. this person. But you point. need the teacher. To run out there. So not the that's trained the, officer, yeah, but but my, my social studies teacher need to be out right, here like, right. you know, like, oh, I'm about my, that, I'm about <laughs> right. that. Um, and the second part is like, I saw this, um, you know, on my Twitter, like the teacher was like, yo, like a few months ago, our school didn't have paper oh, for two months. Shit. I couldn't print out tests. Oh, and homework. Right. But all of a sudden, we got money for, for guns, guns and trainsmen. Like, you can train me on a gun. We can do recertifications. <laughs> right. We can do all of this stuff. Right. And that's yeah, what like, it is. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, it's, it's such like a backward way of thinking. It's but, like, crazy. you also have to think about how, like, the GOP thinks, right? Like, they don't want an educated populace. They want people to stop voting and stop thinking. Yeah. Um, and so, let us like, do that's everything. why they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, like, here's more guns and here's less books. Like, for real, like, uh, more yeah. guns, less yeah. books. Like, that's what the problem is. <laughs> that's what it is. So, you know, like, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, it, it, the how they try to make this out and yeah when they do come out with like an answer it's like I can see like it's the political way of thinking it's a political, political way of talking I think like, you muted him did I did yeah. we oh hold on did I mute one sec Adrian go, sorry did I mute you bro yeah you muted me bro oh I got you sorry about that I was trying to just change over to the <laughs> to the laptop because I don't know if the, the iPad was it was giving us an issue but go ahead and whatever you were just trying to talk about I know. I, I cut out. Someone started speaking, and I was done. Oh yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah. So what we were, and um, now I have an echo. Oh, do you? Hold on. I think I hope that I don't. I hope I don't have you on this. No, no, no. I'm gonna one sec. Yeah, I'm gonna just pause it and get his his situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, so yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna come back. back. I know. It's, I know it's a little bit. I'm gonna hang up there. Boom. I think I may have got you. Do you have an echo now, um, Pharaoh? 
Hello? Do you have an echo now? No, I have echo now. You're good? No, no echo now. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. All right. So I just had to just change over. Sorry about that. Um, all right. But let's go into um, let's go into the philosophy corner. Um, and definitely, if we can, just describe again, if there's any new listeners or whatever the case is, Pharaoh, go ahead and just describe this uh, this segment that we have here. Basically, in my latest review of world history, I realized one of the most important things, the human education, was the very conversation of philosophy. I feel like we need to kind of this basic people because it's kind of that thing missing, especially now in an age when people are kind of moving away from like traditional faith, provides us another way we can build morality while having to rely on like a divinity or something like that. Mm. Um, and I think philosophy is for the most part, mostly universal. There are some theories that can differ with you, but I just want to teach you guys. All right. So what's our what, and I know we're still going we're still in what Plato or Socrates or both? Uh, Plato <laughs> and Socrates are, are always going to be connected. Socrates okay. didn't write anything, but Plato makes Socrates a uh, pretty much a starring character in most of his works. Okay. All right. So today I'm going to start. I had a presenting We're going to do a philosophy of love and what we're talking about comes from something called the Centorium, which supports which I will tell you, maybe one of the most homosexual Greek pieces of literature we read. <laughs> okay, all right, we're going. We're going into <laughs> if you do, if you do start <laughs> to read it, it, just be aware that we're very into young boys. All right, it's very apparent in their culture. Oh, no. They were not big on hiding, <laughs> uh, but there's a very cool philosophy that comes out of it, and I'll start from a mythological story. Explain this. Early days of Greek mythology, they believed that human beings used to be these two-headed, four-armed, four-foot creatures. And because of that, these creatures came in three forms. Male and male, which they saw were children of the sun. Uh, female and female, which they saw as children of the earth. Male and female, which they saw as children of the moon. And it is uh, kind of full and so big that they had attacked Mount Olympus. And Zuto sliced them in half. So all human beings, these sliced in half, become human beings. So all human beings are kind of one part of another whole. And this kind of becomes the base of soulmate theory or the one of this very early mythological story. In that being said, they and the, and the support have a conversation with a couple of weeks get together and decide. They're gonna, and one of these guys presents a mystery. Let your lover change. Yo, um, no point. Yeah. One sec. We're just gonna. What we're gonna do is we're probably gonna go into the music section. We're gonna um just see what's going on on um this side because you just keep um break like I would say like cutting in and out. Um, so to our listeners, we're gonna come right back. This is gonna be our music section, DJ Belvy uh, Music Corner of the Get Up Podcast. Uh, have a nice little mix for you. Uh, take a take a listen. We'll be right back. What time was that? At? Like an hour and six minutes in. All right. Yeah, we had a lot to talk about. That was a lot. Um, fair. I just wanted to see what was going on because I don't know what this this just started happening, and I have no idea. Like this didn't happen last time, so I wanted to see. Can you still hear me? Adrian. All right, so I'm going to hang up here. I'm going to hang up on both sides. Um, I don't know if I 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to. It was really hard to understand. Hard to but it, did, like, it's like, it, it doesn't like the, the meat and potatoes of what he's trying to say, too. Yeah, like, that's it, the but. biggest thing. It didn't happen. It didn't happen last time. But I just, just want to see what was going on. Alright, let me see if I can. Let me take this off. Let me take this off. Start doing this. He wasn't doing this before. So I don't know if there's too many things. What are you looking at? No, it's just you calling. Oh, okay. Right, let's see. Good so far, brother. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is some, some good content this is here. Good. Yo. Yo, I don't know what it was like, what it was doing. I just wanted to like shut my laptop off. I didn't know if it was like, um, if there were like too many things on the wireless. No, I usually call you actually on my iPad. Like the last one I called you on the uh, the last podcast we had, I called you on the iPad. So I don't know why. Okay. Yeah, but even but that's the thing. Like this, it didn't even do this when we first started. Yeah, it never used to do that. I don't yeah. know if it I don't was know what it was. Yeah, because I don't know why. It kept, yeah, hold on, let me see. Maybe twenty connections on the. Uh, that's the biggest thing. It's probably time. a lot. Yeah. Adrian, go ahead. I think. Hold on, let me see. Can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you just fine. All right, all right. Yeah, I can um, hear him. All right, so I just want to say, because I mean, I know every time you kept talking, it was um, it was breaking up, so yeah. I didn't know if it was. Um, do you want to start that section over? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So what we'll probably okay. do is I'll tell Black. Cut Black that out. Yeah. Loud, and then we can just like record stuff on top of it. I'm gonna take a piss real quick. <laughs> so, so how many uh? <clears throat> Sections you guys have in the podcast, like you talk about how many po- politi- politics. Um, we usually do like a politics section, then we have mm-hmm. like this as like a quick like five minute kind of break in mm-hmm. between, and then we um then we have like a this politics section is supposed to be a lot shorter than yeah, <laughs> it was it's, a, it's a lot to talk about in it though. Um, so. and then we're supposed to have like a more like deep dive to like a specific subject. So mm-hmm. did Steve tell you the subject we're talking? No, about I didn't today? know about the t- today's subject. But um, I'm sure I could probably keep keep. Oh up. yeah, no, it's not even like something you had to research. It's just, okay. um. We're just going to talk about interracial dating. Okay. And we're oh, just going to have like yeah. a, a discussion about that. Yeah. And um, that's our, our happy hour section. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, we just have like those three sections. And then like Steve does like a, like a the, mix. The, the funny thing, I, I have an anecdote from the, the conversation I had the first, the first day we met. <laughs> because that was a part of that conversation. Oh, that was part of that I don't conversation. think you guys caught that, but that was a part of, that was a part of the conversation. Which one? That, was, that came with the Serena Williams uh, analogy that came after. And then they came with the... Interracial oh, okay. dating part of the conversation. Right, so, right. Oh, interesting. We can definitely talk about that too. Yeah, so we have some we have some good content in there. All right, so I want to see if we can do this again and see if um. It might be a good idea to break up this one, like two different ones. Yeah, because I don't want to have a two-hour co- two yeah. hour podcast. Nobody's gonna listen to that. Yeah, because uh, we still have a lot. Because we still have this and we have the deep dive. Yeah. So we'll break so, it up into parts like we did today. Yeah, yeah. Ones. We just All have right. to. Adrian, that. that sound good? Yeah, it sounds actually perfect. I like the two parties. You know that. Yeah, because this one was um, just pretty good. All right, so we'll come back, and then so we'll go into philosophy corner, and then do and then we'll go right in. So philosophy, yeah, philosophy corner, the music yeah. part, and then we'll go right into. Um, well, you you did your music job, right? Well, I gave I just gave it to him. He needs to. We need to. No, but I'm saying like you already recorded it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So oh, that yeah, 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 that won't be any time. Um, but then we'll go. So we'll just but just kind of like. In the grand scheme. Oh, of so it. you just do that? They say, "Oh, I'm gonna do the drop," and then we we'll exactly. dive directly into. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, and we'll just do that because I'll just have to 
Go, sir. All right. All right, Adrian. So we're going to come back right at the top of that. I'm hoping that this doesn't break up. If it does, um, we'll just, I'll find out from Black if there's like another Wi Fi that we need to yes, join or something like that. Yeah. Because I think, because that was the first time that, even like I said, like we first joined. Yeah, we've phone. been good with this one so far. You can tether from my phone if you want to run that. Oh, if, if we do go if through, it, if it does, yeah, if it does do that, yeah, yeah, it's sounding fine. Yeah, it sounds know. fine now, but I don't know why it wasn't why I was doing that before. So I was like, let me just take one of these off. I just shut this laptop down right. just in case it was taking too much. Yeah, yeah, you know. Up. I think I might have because yeah, that could be it, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, something's trying to go through, and it's just not. All right, um, so I'll come back in and um, we'll go through. Yeah, yeah, just start off with philosophy right. corner. He'll jump in. All right. Um, so Adrian, actually, just go ahead and start with the philosophy corner, and we'll just note notate the time. Do you want to lead me in again, or just yeah. start? Yeah, I'll go, the story? I'll go ahead and lead you in. All right, what's going on, guys? So we are we are here. We are doing the philosophy corner. Pharaoh, go ahead and tell us what is our philosophy today. What's our philosophy in, in regards to this uh, podcast? Uh, so today we're going to do a little bit of the philosophy on love and uh, the importance of the kind of lover you choose. Uh, this kind of comes from one of Plato's work called the symposium. Uh, and like, I will give you a disclaimer. If you try to read this, this may be one of the most homosexual pieces of Athenian <laughs> writing you can find, but the Athenians were very open about their love for little boys. Uh, they did not hide it. Uh, so I will tell you that some of their conversations of love center around that. Uh, I will start this story off with a mythological telling because that better explains how the Greeks used love and kind of starts the basis for some of the things you today seem as normally cultural. All right. So mythological story goes like this. In the beginning, for the Greeks, human beings existed as these two-faced, four-armed, four-foot creatures who pretty much were kind of round and spherical shape. They believed that the ones that were male and male were from the sun, the ones that were female and female were from the earth, and the ones that were male and female came from the moon. Ultimately, these creatures got a little full of themselves and attacked Mount Olympus, and Zeus, in his wrath, slit each one of them in half, creating what we know today as human beings. The Greeks used this story to explain two things. One, sexuality. Of course, the male and males are the homosexuals. The female and female are their lesbians. And the male and female are their heterosexuals. Uh, this story goes on to influence Greek culture because when they start talking about love in the symposium, one of the main topics is your lover it's probably going to be someone or should be someone who has qualities that are different than you. And that's very hard to say in a time today when we believe your lover shouldn't change you, people should love you as, as you come. But to the Greeks, that didn't really promote growth of character, growth of person. They believe your lover should be someone who's different than you, who brings qualities to you that you don't already have in yourself. So together, you make a more whole being. You become that split self that they see in their method stories. They also say that what we typically seek as beautiful, our first attractions, are based in nature and not virtuous. Like, if you're only attracted to something because it's physically beautiful, that's dishonorable, because physical beauty will fade over time. You should find to love something deeper in a person, love their soul, love their mind, because these are the things that will last longer over time. Uh, I think this philosophy is one of the things we should 
for it in your life today because if you're waiting around to find someone just like you who's going to love you as you are, that's silly. A human being should always be growing. You should find someone different than you who's going to force you to change and grow and ultimately become a more better and honorable person. I'm glad. And I, can I, can I um, before, do you have anything after that? Because I really want to speak on that. No, I'm done. I'm awesome. Good. Amen. So we were just talking about something like that beforehand. Um, John came in and we were, when we were actually just going through wh- how, of course, Estat and myself and John, we, how we met, um, that's exactly what, it, how this goes and ties in to this philosophy today. Cause of course, um, uh, was it, was it, uh, your girl's friend or was it, it your was, guy's friend? Like acquaintance? It, it was my girl. Uh, it was my girl's, I'll say a friend. Okay. Say a friend. So, so yeah, yeah. So, so, so his girl's friend. And she's saying, of course, she wants somebody to match her social status, right? right. So, Farrell, like, is that would 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 you still consider she's that the same thing? <laughs> oh. She's dumb because she's not looking for something that's going to make her better as a person. Exactly. She's looking for everything she already has in herself. Right? How mm. does that make you? How right. does that change you? Mm. Love should change you. The the Greeks say that a man who's sitting outside a woman's window singing. If you just walk by him, you think he's crazy. But the moment he tells you it's for love, it becomes an honorable virtue. It becomes a go-getting virtue. Mm. So love should change you. Mm. This is a, a problem of our current age. We have this current philosophy in our current time that people should love us as we are, and we shouldn't have to change for love. Mm. But that completely undercuts the whole point of love, of changing to get with this person who makes you feel a certain way. Mm. Changing to meet this person who's different to you, but you're deeply attracted to because we become, as the Greeks say, we're all parts of a whole. So just being um, the devil. Oh, sorry. Just, Go ahead. I, yeah, I have yeah. to. Um, yeah. So I, I agree 100 percent with the idea that the person you're 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 with should help you grow, should help you change, should help you mature as a human. Um, as far as being in a specific so uh, um social circle, though, I, I feel like that's a more complex question, mainly because you want somebody who helps you grow, not somebody who's going to be dragging you down. Right. Now, I understand that maybe. I mean, like, I'm not can... saying she should get with Ray Ray. Right. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. We're not talking about the worst. Right. We're not yeah. talking about the worst person that you can. You know, this person. Give me a debit card every but week you and you get paid, and I'm gonna you know? I'm gonna make things happen. All right? exactly. I'm, we're not talking about that. Exactly. I'm asking you for the you know the tax rebate. Like, oh, yeah, you getting your right. tax? I'm not saying. Look, I know I know your credit score is seven twenty. I got a five ten. Make help me, me better. Help me get a car. <laughs> Make help me better. Me get a car. And I want a Benz. <laughs> exactly. People. Yeah. So like, I I think that there's something to be said too for people who want to date people who are doing what they like. I mean, for real, because like, I feel like there was a lot of background to that story, and we can have a discussion on that. Because oh, I feel yeah. like that's a, a much farther discussion. Yeah. yeah. But I just think that I, I think that just throwing it out there as like, oh, you don't want to date without outside your social circle, you're dumb. Like, I feel like there's there's more context to that. Um, all right, question. so maybe social circle was a, dumb was a little harsh. I'll take no, that. I mean, no, 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 I, I, I'm not going to say it may I'm not be. Say it may not be the path that's going to find her the fuller happiness. There you go. I'm not going to say you. You made. You know. You were yeah. wrong For calling her dumb, but the the thing is, and I and I agree with what what Esda's saying. Also, you don't want to be anyone's parent as an adult. Exactly. You don't want to be a grown, grown female yeah. taking taking care of an underdeveloped grown male. Mm. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. The, the the thing is, you can't. And, and so and let's get back to social circle. That needs to be defined now, mm. because that was the base of the conversation. It's saying, well, what is your social circle? Mm. Are these people that you? What is she do? She a lawyer or like yeah. Ivy League grad? Where yeah, is she? Ivy League grad, corporate lawyer. So yeah, come on. She's it, setting herself up for failure. And then and then. Uh, the, she wants to date black men, mm. you know. Not to say that we aren't 
Damn, Pharaoh, you laughed really hard. You laughed really hard there, brother. Not saying we aren't in these fields. You know, we are. We are, but it's where she's looking. Right, but it's not only that. So you want that. Then the guy's got to have swag. No. Then the guy's got to have game. Mm. You know what I mean? Then he's got to, you know, all, Some, all to, these things yeah. have to, he has to have all of these qualities that you want when you look at a poster. That's utopian society. Of, a, of an actor that you love, yeah, yeah. but then he has to be. But not even an actor that you love. Field. It's more or less like the actor that so you let, love. Let me count and it. Let me, let me, and everything let yeah. me properly, let me properly count this. So if you fall in love, if you're looking for someone with money, that's cool and all, but right. they could suffer a great misfortune and lose all their money. So you you're only do? with them for the money. There's nothing deeper there. If you're in love with someone for their looks or their social status, anything could befall their lifestyle, and they could lose social status just as quickly as they gained it. Someone could hit their head, be the smartest person, and now be an idiot overnight. Are you right. still going to love that person? Right. And that's the problem. Her love or what she's looking for love is unhonorable because he's right. looking for surface, superficial things that will fade quickly the in basis, time. The basis of the love is, 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 is isn't isn't unnatural. that isn't it's that unnatural. interesting? How this was our philosophy corner, and then we invited our guest Ser John here. Serendipitous, exactly serendipitous. <laughs> Look at that! Like, uh -huh. and of course, it yeah. just blended right in with Pharaoh's philosophy corner. Yeah. So, so fair. So, um, I mean, granted, I don't know if I was going to say like, is there something that you kind of want? our listeners to take out of out of that philosophy granted to me i understand it but i didn't know I, if you have i like mean that. i don't want to tell my i don't want to tell our listeners that because you're attracted to someone based on how they look that's not a that's not a good thing mm. we would say the greeks would say that's the introduction into love they call it the ladder of love the ladder of affection if you are attracted to people for how they look that's normal that's your beast yeah but being a beast is not being civilized and the whole purpose of civilization is for human beings to be different than our animal counterparts. No, so what, if we're what, going to do that, hold on, if yeah. we're going to do that, then we're going to have to start as human beings looking more deeply for the things we're in love with. They should be virtuous. If I like a person, I still like to conversate with a person because a person's mind is more who they are than their body. Devil's advocate. That's a mix De of genetics. De devil's advocate. So just as you said, like our beast side, right? We are we need mm -hmm. to we need to be with somebody who we as a person, our individual our individual selves that we like, right? So like what do you say to those people who are who who would say like I need to see something that I like? Like I granted, like you may have had that 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 homegirl, right? That matches with yeah. you with everything. But her looks, you're just like, nah, I can't, like, I can't get with that. Like, that's just not what I'm interested in, right? So what do you do with that? Because it's like, yeah, like, we, like, because you still are going to find somebody, like, are you saying, it's um, Plato, Socrates, are they saying, like, we sh like, that we should eliminate that, like, at, over the course of time? And, like, if we're looking for somebody? They're saying that that's the start. And you shouldn't be ashamed for that being the start, but that shouldn't be your only thing. Gotcha. Does that make sense? No, I got that. that like, sense, yeah. that's what they're saying. It's everyone's start starts with the physical attraction, how a person looks. But they say that you should practice digging deeper than that. Finding out the mind, a loving person for something that's going to last longer than a few at decades. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a philosophy thing. So remember, philosophy is never right or wrong, and it's never perfect. Yeah. It's something to say in trying to move forward in this and trying to be a better human being and looking past the way people's look, looking more at their mind. You're becoming a higher elevated being. 
and then the world around you, the kids you, the people you talk to with that same philosophy, they'll may also look for that. They see you find happiness in that. Oh, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's really, really deep, man. Um, all right, so let's move in. Do you guys want to move into the um, uh, the the deep dive, the, the deep dive of the day? The <laughs> okay, okay, all right. So basically, um, today we're gonna do a reasonably woke segment on interracial dating. The <laughs> <laughs> the way this all came up, the way this all came up was I was watching. I was. I was <laughs> it's gonna be a lively conversation. That's, that's all we gotta say. <laughs> um, so I was listening to you know the Breakfast Club Power One Hundred Five in the morning, and this guy called up for this segment called "Shoot Your Shot." And basically, what happened was usually on this segment, people call up and they're like, "Oh, you know, I like Shorty. I'm gonna call her up. I'm gonna tell her I love her, or whatever." Um, this person called up to break up with this girl, and the reason he wanted to break up with her was because. He went to go see, so this girl, so he's black, the girl is white. The girl bought him tickets to go see Black Panther. He went and got to see the movie and was like, oh, wow, I'm feeling like, you know, like, I feel like this it's new kind head. of black. I'm asleep. Yeah, black awakening, he, you know. He woke up. He woke up, yeah, yeah. He got out of the quote-unquote sucking place, place. <laughs> I was going to say that. And, um, and broke up with his girl on, on Hot 97. Um, so yeah, so that's why this conversation kind of come came up because we wanted to have a, a deeper discussion into that. Um, so man, let's start off with uh, you. How are you feeling? How do you feel about that whole yeah. situation or just interracial dating? Yeah, interracial in dating for me is something that I refer to as a tragic arrangement. Interesting. And I don't think it ever really works out. I think. Well, let me start with this. I think two people of opposite races can fall into some type of love. It's possible. For me, it's a no-go. I'm somewhat of a pro-black individual, and my upbringing just prevented me from doing that because my belief is that a woman of the opposite race, not the opposite race, but the, the white race, can't really identify with me on a, a soul level. And therefore, we cannot be we cannot be soulmates. But I do believe that there is a possibility that people of different races can, you know, meet each other, be attracted to each other, and fall fall in love, so to speak. Um, Farrah, how are you feeling? I completely disagree with everything he just said. Okay. Uh, for two reasons: one, that philosophy of dating inside your race, only being with your race—that's very much an American history a white ideology. And one of my biggest complaints about the black awakening is it's not really awakening. It's a rebellion against racist white men. And when you rebel against something, not intent, you encourage the same philosophies. So I don't really agree with this statement of dividing, having a context for what race should date each other, because as the philosophy I just presented you, that's a, that's body type. That's a face thing. That's an attraction thing based on the surface. Your mind is different than who your body is. And to say that my race is who I and my race defines me more than my humanity, that's a lot. So you also so no, go ahead, John. You can, yeah, uh, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I agree to an extent, but I think race also is partially identity, and identity is part part of your makeup of who you are as an individual. And 
that translates to part of who your soul is. So, like, for me, for instance, I grew up in the South Bronx. Mm. And I, I went to school with very few Caucasians until, until high school. I went to school with a few, like, Albanians. And those individuals grew up in, like, Riverdale, uh, a section that's totally... They, from, they don't even really they, consider they, they, the they Bronx. Don't even, yeah. They don't, they don't yeah. consider the Bronx as yeah. homes that are pretty, yeah. you know, pretty expensive. Yeah. So my my... My uh, take on it may be different from someone who grew up in New Jersey. Shit, we grew up in Westchester. Oh, like, oh, yeah, oh, that's oh, the thing. Oh, even yeah. I did not grow yeah. up in Westchester. Well, no, you did it. No, you did it. But I grew like, up in Rockland County. Yeah, you grew up in Rockland County. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think uh, for individuals like yourself, you grew up in Westchester. You yeah. may, I went to school with plenty of white girls, we definitely white did. guys. Yeah. So the the way you guys can but, identify. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hold on, I would say that's true for the Westchester side, but my my thing is, I, I will always say it makes me different. Is I grew up in one of the most diverse places in New York, mm-hmm. so I didn't go to a school that was Are predominantly you from New York City? anything. New York City or no? He's from no, no. He's from I went Nyack. to school in Rockland County. Yeah, Nyack Rockland. is one of the yeah. Oh, okay. Nyack's one of the most diverse school yeah, systems yeah. in our district. We won blue ribbons for it. Yeah. So my it exposure is. to hu- to people is an exposure to humanity. I had white friends. I had black friends. I had Asian friends. I had all kinds of friends. Right. So. I never even, and I grew up in a very black family. Right. My family knows its history. We know we're fourth generation free. Mm. I'm probably most one of the most proud black men you're ever going to meet. I love my blackness. I can say But that. I never, <laughs> my biggest fear is in studying the KKK, I realized that in our own identifying our race, we weren't really doing anything different. We were just making a black version of the KKK. And in trying to avoid that, I said, Blackness needs to be all-encompassing. We, if we are truly the originator of all men, then all men are our brothers, all men are our children. And someone has to move away from just focusing on everything being about race. Yes, we have a problem with racist history in America. I would say that all day. But as a historian, I know we can move beyond that. As a start somewhere. This also goes into blackish. Because I don't know if you guys watched yeah. that that episode, um, and then, of course Estat is the one who brought it up. I don't know if you watched Blackish. I watched Blackish. Yeah, or it's a Grownish. Sorry, Grownish. Grownish now. Like, Thank you, okay. Grownish. Have you watched the most recent episode? Yeah, where they were at the table and they were having a conversation. Yeah, with the, the, the young lady Boom. having a conversation. Thank you, John. That's I'm a big that. conversation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's so funny because when it, I'm watching the episode, I'm watching my girl. Yeah. And some of this is with her. Like with the track, friends, the twins. Yeah, yeah. What her and her friends feel when it comes to race. Yeah, and, and, and I'm like, I, well, let's give a context. I ask her, Did you write this script? Were, yeah, were you on this right. Like, let's thing? give a, t- a context. And S thought because you watched it first, and I know you kind of like go ahead and break that down for our listeners, just in case if they have not watched or do not watch Gronish. Sure. So the show Gronish basically they had a conversation about it was kind of about interracial dating, but it was more about the hierarchy that's placed on males and females of different races. So if you they've done studies on this and basically like the app Tinder, right? You can actually look on Tinder and see who's going to choose who based yeah. on their race. Yeah. So for instance, white women and Asian women get way more swipes than black women do or Asian males. Yes. And you can almost rank these people and you can rank them up to who is more attracted based on their race. Yeah. And black women always end up falling on the bottom of that. Mm. Um I think so like they were having a broad conversation on that and how it affects their dating pool within the college um atmosphere. Yeah. Um, I, I think that in America, 
when you discuss interracial dating, it's hard because there are two aspects of it, right? So let's say America didn't have its full-blown racial history. Then there would really be no context to not dating somebody outside of your race. Mm. But as black men, we are always taught that black women are inferior and that we should crave the white woman. Because at that point, it was actually illegal. Like, you would get killed for dating a white woman. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and it till. Yeah, yeah. And it so, you, so yeah. For, she, And she kind of... Went for him and he didn't even really go She just her. came out. I'm so sorry to sidetrack, but yeah. she just recently came out before she, I don't know if she died or she's on her deathbed death or something. Bed. She's on her deathbed. Yeah. And she was like, oh, um, they made me say that. Like, like he was fine. He didn't do anything or whatever, mm-hmm. but just came out. Like, years. Oh, so, Emmett Till? I, Emmett yeah. Till, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, yeah. think about the consequences of that. Like, think about the consequences to your ideology, right? That, like, this is yeah. something that's coveted, that you want, and you, you're, you're die trying to get this. Mm-hmm. And black men would actually go to their, you know, trying to date white women yeah. so i i think that or be for like us, sammy sosa and turn white sometimes it's it's, it's, it's a skin. it's a difficult situation because you don't know <laughs> <laughs> sammy sosa went sammy tip, sosa man. is like you can't you don't we're not doing this yeah we won't he's a white telenovela superstar yeah we'll focus on this I guess what I'm just trying to say is sometimes as black people, you don't know whether you're trying to date outside of your race because you feel like your race is inferior or is that something that you actually would covet if you didn't grow up in this racial yeah. environment? I mean, and, and that's what I'm saying, too, is because for me, like, so I, right, could, hold on, on fair one sec, because right now I'm in an interracial um, relationship. But um, and that's because, like, we've grown up, like, for the most part, like in like a white area or whatever the case is. But for me, because I've dated white women, Spanish women. I haven't dated any Asian women. Um, <laughs> so it's like, you know, for me, I'm, you know, more or less all inclusive or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be um, in regards to, you know, women, gender, I mean, women and uh, race. But, um, but yeah, so it is interesting to, to, to see that dynamic and what Gronish was actually talking about because you can see, because it is one of those things like, it sucks to hear that black women are are um, th- that there's a stigma against them, right? Yeah. Um, especially in Gronish and in in that in that episode um, when the, the the twin sister when she was like, oh, you know, um, you know, and then just going through the motions of. Um, when her sister was like, "Why are you gonna be dating?" You she know this. Yeah, she stepped exactly. So why are you go- why are you gonna be dating? Um, or uh, you know, a white guy just because it's not what you want, and then because it is kind of tr- it is true, not kind of true, but it is true that if and, and and this is me, if I do see a black woman, I'm like, damn, why are you with that white dude? You know. Right. But for me, I'm you know I'm dating I'm I'm dating somebody who's white, so it's like, damn, like why like how would you say how, that? But yeah, it's, it's like, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's inverse a, kind of situation, and it's so crazy how but, that is true. I mean, um, it's a double it's a double uh, a double uh, a catch one yeah double edged sword catch twenty two yeah. basically because um what was that um the ingrownish um the I don't know what what's his the Arab Arab uh, the Arab dude I forget his name the uh, Middle Eastern dude I think it's also the A or something his name something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he right. was saying um who was um he was quoting was it it wasn't Malcolm X or or, or uh, I would say um. Uh, Martin quoted, Luther King. He, he quoted someone. I think he was just he saying was that they were some, under, yeah. the most undervalued woman. Everything. Yeah, is a black woman. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, 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 I think it was like, a Malcolm X quote. It was Malcolm I, X, right? And he quoted, and he's like, "Yeah, the most undervalued, like under, like undervalued, um, you know, stigmas, underappreciated, yeah. all of that." And I, to tell you the truth, like every every time you think about, it, you're like, you're no, just, it's true. like, damn, it's true." Like that's ridiculous. With the black like, woman, yeah, the black that's woman is, is, yeah, but, that's definitely true. Which is so interesting. Um, and I'm not going to say her name, but we were, uh, we went out uh, yesterday, uh, last night, and um, one of one of my boys, um, fian- or wives, 
she's white and she's like I want I wish I was a black woman <laughs> <laughs> is she in a, in a in a racial relationship or yeah she, yeah okay. yeah she was like I wish well, I, black, said, black she said she's never dated a white guy she really? said she only likes black guys, but her her situation is slightly different because like she's Irish, like she's from Ireland. Yeah, so it's like, different. She didn't kind of grow up in this context, yeah, but yeah. it's it was it was interesting. So the stigma here is and, yeah, and and I think that's part of my well my my view is the way my exactly. view is. Yeah, like I said, if I, if can I, I make a point? Can I make a point? Yeah, uh, I, 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 before I, hold on before I, you go I, before oh, you yeah. go, Pharaoh, go ahead, John. I was gonna say, you know, the fact that I grew up, I grew up with nothing but Latin and black women. and black women and black South Bronx. Yeah, I I didn't. Like meet white women in that capacity where it could even Til be a romantic on. situation yeah. until I, I became a teenager. Yeah, I, I got a job uh, working retail at Nike Town. Okay, uh, okay. On, uh, Fifth so Avenue. you were the connect for everybody. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, was, I was a connect. You know, get it for the low. Yeah. But uh, you know, then I started. You know, I worked with uh, a few white, you know, white teenage women who would show some like interest, mm. but. For me, it still was the connection was nothing more than I guess going back to what you're saying in the philosophy corner was mm. was the look. So for me, it was like okay, oh, it's white girl, they say these yeah. things about you know, and then for for them, it's like yeah. oh, this black guy, he's from yeah. so and so, he's you know, yeah. there was nothing but that. more of a fetish, more of a fetish, yeah. and then that was for me and my experiences in dealing with you Which know is, yeah. white women in, in in that capacity is is nothing but that. Mm. There's no connection on a soul basis. Like mm. I can't. Have a conversation with you and tell you about oh how life was for me growing up yeah. in the South Bronx yeah and you would be like oh yeah I I get that you and know? the one interesting thing my girl is um her family she was adopted by a black a black family oh really so like her entire See, family like and and like the she interesting would be yeah a, like she enigma, understands like a yeah she situation. she said she went to her grandmother one time and was like why are they looking at us like this right, right? almost as if she was because I think the store that they went in was uh, was all white so that was the thing so it's so interesting to you know for for that because I know like she for her she can understand exactly what we're right. talking about like. Right. Of course, like everything. So right. it is interesting. But um, for that fetish side of things, I think that's also kind of like what Get Out was. If did, I don't know yeah, if you saw yeah, Get absolutely. Out. Like get like us as black men were fetishized as being big, strong, right. like, hey, you know, no homo, but, Sex you know, is. exactly, you know, yeah. like all of that. So wow. the fetish, the, the fetishizing part of it, like, you know, if we can relate that to, to Get Out. But specifically in Grownish, when... Even though that that the woke the the woke brother right the woke brother he, he had was, a situation he, had he was like girls. he had a he had light skin girls so he was he and color exactly they were black but it's, they were like it, it a breaks down it's so crazy yeah. granted that's not yeah. but he was like interracial like so to speak but not black and white but his right. like Egyptian right. or right. you know light skin sisters yeah. 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 Yeah, almost Middle Eastern. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that that the color is part of it. Yeah, but see, and that, that's why, and this is for me the biggest problem with even starting off with the digging into race and stuff mm -hmm. because of colorism in black people. That it's all the history. Right, it's all integrated. But the history, yeah, yeah, the history of it. But I did want to make a point, like, but I want to you know this is one of those weird feral points that you guys may not understand. It's okay, but it's it okay. makes sense long term. So I've always, even in my talking of young black men, I always tell them, knock up a white girl, knock up a black girl. Oh, shit. That's how we win the war. 
Like, if there's really a race war in America, the only way black people win is fucking these white women. No, and that, knocking them up, but that's equally that. That knocking up a black woman, child support, and he will not get his life. <laughs> I don't care. He's about to owe, about about to owe the federal government. <laughs> more black babies. Black men got the, the key to open it up. So that's really my, my point. But in Gronish, <laughs> they said that, like, if you think about it, because of how the times are now, right, there's, yeah, there are still, there is still racism. Um... But just as you know, we've, you may have heard, they said, all you need to do is have those old white, like, or even, doesn't even matter, um, old white people or even old black people, right? Have them die off, right? After their time is here, whatever the case is. Do you agree, John, that it's going to possibly be like there's going to be more light skinned, like, people? Light skinned, more or less, meaning because there's going to be like yeah, uh, be Asian, they could be yeah, yeah. Asian and black. So we have a Tiger right, Woods, right. Kamora Lee Simmons, like, we'll have like a Russell Simmons, like, I've, you know? I've, I've been hearing like people, you know, spew that theory out, whether it be uh, whites or some, you know, Asian, whatever it is, black and black and Spanish, Asians, yeah. blacks, whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe for one reason, because I, I think, I don't think that in the racial dating mm. has risen at this exponential rate right now. Exactly, yeah. That it uh, has though. Well they said if you because in growth. It has. In National Gronish. Geographic yeah, National Geographic put out a report like three years ago uh-huh. talking about that based on the rise in Americans' dating habits and the interracial mixing of people, that by like 2030 or 2080, like yeah. the majority of Americans will be mixed-race people. That's you be see, with Farrell, it's already started breaking down. The thing that I think is, go back to the fetish aspect of it, I think blacks and whites, Asians and blacks, you know, Spanish, et cetera, yep. you know, mm-hmm. are... are Dating, but I don't think these are relationships that are like lasting. Lasting. Yeah. I think these are like, uh, let me mm. let me throw my rock in the pond, see mm. how long I can skip. Mm. And then, but see, but but that means that people are only defined by their race. And if you're saying that, that disagrees with everything about 2018 and 2017. In terms of what people aren't just people aren't just their race anymore. People are their intellectualism. People are their area of study. People are their hobbies. People are their fetish. No, we 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 don't we don't really live in a society, especially with the internet, that allows that to kind of be a blanket statement. I would say though um, that. When you're looking at this, so when you break down people racially, you also actually do break them down culturally because a lot of American society is segregated in that way. Now we try to have a more from? integrated society, right? But all the black people, like even like if you it's look at like New York City, right? Like all the black yeah. people live all the way uptown, right? Like yeah. you're you're living yep. in Harlem or whatever, and that's where you are. Not you, in Midtown. Yeah, yeah, you're not living down there, and you end up with this sort of um, cultural homogeny that that creates something that's different. Than other people based on their skin tone because white people just don't live in South, those areas. South Bronx, yeah. So South like, Bronx, so yeah. like, I get it when, and part of the issue is like, I get it when it's cultural, right? Like, you may not be able to relate to somebody who's Asian or who's Russian or whatever just because you guys don't come from the same cultures. Mm. So it's hard for you to have the same interests or have the same similarities, and then that ends up breaking down on racial lines because we're all so segregated. Mm. So it, it it's one of those things where it may be a byproduct of the segregation of our society, and we may have to change that before it's something where everybody could just date everybody else because we all live in these sort of um you know. I mean, communities. Communities. yeah, and but hold on. Would on. you hold on? Well, well, can we all agree that New York is its own culture? That Melting if you live pot, in New York, yeah. you're a part of your own culture. Uh, can we agree on that? Uh, that that's that's, that's, mm, that's, that's, that's still tricky. yeah, that's, that's tricky. tricky. Yeah, that's tricky. I agree. Ty, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm just yeah, saying also and and just I, how just yeah, how yeah, yeah just how like together. um because yeah. I grew up in the Bronx too yeah. and then I moved to Westchester yeah. so I lived on best of, I lived on both sides of the plane. He did, yeah. I see your vantage point yeah. and I see their vantage point. Yeah. And then to talk about uh, uh Pharaoh's vantage point on like it is it is a melting pot, but like downtown is for a certain demographic. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uptown yeah. is yeah. for a certain yeah. demographic. The Bronx. So it's like it's like even I would say. If I walked down around like Wall Street area about 10, 15 years ago, it didn't look very diverse to me. If you walk down there now, you definitely see I mean, a lot changed, of more but, different. It's it's not quick. You're, you're talking about work. You're talking about financial district. That's the working people. That that's is, working. That's, you're not yeah. talking yeah. about like environment where the company became more diverse. They had they had to. You know what I mean? So <laughs> like, that's why you yeah, see that. that's just a, we're not talking about everyday life. You know, per, a community of uh, we're talking a, a about like the restaurants and, around the area, right. the bars around the area, the, the social, okay. Okay. the social yeah. environments around yeah. the area. Like to be honest, sometimes like you know, if I'm downtown and I I'm like way downtown where. East Ninth or something where it's just the single digits, and you go past certain restaurants, it would actually be look awkward if you just saw like yeah. two tables filled with black people and one of those like ta- like you won't you don't see that you won't see that often mm. like that you know but what I mean like changing. but then I mean, it I, is I changing in certain you, areas I've been like down there with a group of black men and we've had lunch it could be my fraternity or whatever <laughs> but. I, to me, it's not odd. It's like, not odd, but it stands out. It stands out. It stands out. Yeah, it stands yeah. out in a way that yeah. it, your brain goes, mm. yeah. Right. You don't. It's not you as a bad thing. It's exposure. not that people can't you know be there. It's not. Re- it's not a regular yeah. thing. And <laughs> it's also because yeah. of your exposure, like where you know. I'm surprised. I forgot your name, bro. John. 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 Right. So like, you know what I mean. When I grew up in, when I grew up in the Bronx, when I first moved to Westchester, I've never been around that many white people in my mm. life. That shit was crazy, crazy. to me. Like yeah. that shit was like whoa. Like I've been to Times Square, but there's like That's, all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's still like a. It's still a. It's, it's still a mix. That's the right. real mix. Right. It's still right. like a vibe. I'm getting it, but I'm not getting it the way I was getting it when I was. Was like on a, I was in middle school and it was a campus, bro. Like <laughs> the yeah, fuck, like, we left the we, we left we, the building <laughs> to go to class. And, I'm in middle school. And I'll tell you, like I was fortunate. My, my mom was a New York City public school teacher, so she always had me on education. She had me going on trips. Amen. She would take me to like see Amish country, you know what I mean? Wherever Amen. I would interpret. Yep. And these would be the places I would encounter mm. young white kids, like at a young age. Mm. My neighborhood, I want to see him. And then I would be like one of three black kids. Mm, that's the biggest and the, thing. And the interaction there is still not, oh, Mm-mm. equal where, yeah. you know. And not, not, even, not even to talk about equality mm. things because, you know, they don't really, they, I mean, they have an, a, a concept and an aspect of what that is. But they're just like different. You're different. You're different. I, yeah. I'm like, different. Somehow, some way, shape or you know, form. Yeah. Yeah. We become 12 year olds. It's uh, oh, so, yeah, you come around for this. Mm. But you're different. You're yeah. not from yeah. where I'm from. Yeah. It's, it's a unique Circumstance when you have, you know, circumstances like yeah. did you say you went to Westchester to school? Yeah, S dot and yeah, yourself. Yep, yep. So you know, it's normal mm. for those white kids that you guys grow up to, exactly. to see black kids. Yeah, and vice versa. So it's more likely that you there's a, a, a interracial relationship that can That's spawn there. from yep. that scenario. Exactly. And it's genuine. I respect your ideals. I respect mm. your character. I respect who you are. They grew up together. Yeah, right. yeah, they grew not, up not, together. Not only they grew but, up together, but like, yeah. like to the point that you made. Now, culturally, yes. they are in sync because they went to the same schools, they grew up in the same community, they like mm. the same music, they play the same sports. They are culturally synced. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So they are a community. Whereas, if you take someone from the South Bronx and bring them up to Amish, name yeah. name Chris, and you get a girl named Sarah from Williamsburg, and they meet 
it's not I mean it's not a real connection based on ideals and things it's like you said it's the attraction unless and, unless the cultures happen to, to match by right, right like through 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 different like the, you know she grew up going through this and he you know what I'm right, saying so, like, so the, the identity is you know the, the, the identifying factors are different and that goes to what I was saying to you earlier where I don't feel like the the rate in interracial relationships well strong interracial relationships have risen like that I think it's more of a trendy kind of thing, mm. which has always been around. The Kanye like Kim thing, Kanye Kim thing. Yeah. But you know, this situation is but a little unique too. That's not that's not historically true, guys. Like that's just not historically like it doesn't fit the growth of the like what we've been through. It doesn't sit well in the context of the last twenty years. This is not normal. People didn't use the interracial date. Interracial couples were banned. I mean, the 1950s, yeah. they yeah. were still banned. Right, but you know what I'm saying? One of the first major, major cases of race is interracial marriages. No, it's true. But we're so, saying, you know, oh, right. like, yeah, but we're saying yeah, that, like, like, it's is, changed. Yeah, like it's not, but there's still, there's still something. There. Like there's still like, if you want to call it a wall, if there's still some sort of I, barrier, whatever the case my may be. Only, to, my only that? problem is I, I don't feel like younger kids or younger people I meet today are racially more racially centered they seem more centered with their time i think yeah i think there's more like the older blacks older blacks older blacks and whites are race focused yes the younger ones yeah yeah but the younger kids are growing up in a completely but if we're in the middle we're in the middle i have to have to break something up real quick um okay so farah actually i i like your point of view in that it's it's very consistent and i I notice a, a inconsistency actually here um so always so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you keep it consistent. Um, so, so, um, for you, um, so you basically want to date somebody who's who's culturally similar to you, right? I'm not saying I would, me. Well, oh, well, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, no, no. Yes, yeah. yes I, I would prefer someone. Well, my first preference would be a black, a black woman. woman. Yeah, a black woman. And then I'm also going to put out. I've only, I've only ever dated black women. <laughs> well, I've dated black and I've dated Latin women because that's you know who I grew up with pretty much. Yeah, right, but. So you want, so but you want then to again, date somebody... so hold on. To, but then, I, but you know what? Even if you dated Latin women, would some of the families probably I mean, didn't accept? Yo, I right, no, yeah, right. we had so we had like, Spanish people, and, and right. I and they told me so like it's verbatim kinda like, that it's kind of yeah, like yeah. I'm not to say that. I mean, obviously, Spanish is a little bit more. Not to cut you off, Spence, but not yeah. to say that Spanish is a um. Yes, you could say it's closer to the black side, but. I guess when you're looking at what you're saying at the cultural, if there were white people around you or were Asian people around you or were, you know, you know what I mean? Maybe if that, that, that you might have been you may be, yeah, willing to or yeah. looking at the same, same. No, that. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. But the one thing that I didn't, I, I didn't say that these families. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. Weren't yeah. The that was factor. just your attraction. It was more so, was more yeah. so the individual yeah. versus. That the, family, the, the, the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But they were, they were, they were in, they were in your environment, right? This were like people who were in your like um, my school, your, my classroom. Mm. Yeah, they grew up in your same my area. Building, they my, have my your, neighborhood. We right. went to parks together. Mm. Would you well, say these people are part? Wait, your reality. Let's hold up. Um, would you say these people are part of your social circle? I would. Mm. I would. So when we called that other girl dumb for not wanting to date out of her social social circle, mm-hmm. what is you it? agree because you don't want to date out of your circle social circle. Okay. Me? I see no, not I you, see, Pharaoh. I see, I see, I see where you go. I see you're talking going to John. That. I see where you're going with that. Oh, you're talking to John. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> yes and no, because one, I said that these Latin women are part of my social circle and I have dated Latin women. Mm-hmm. So I'm right. not saying I, I, I wouldn't date yeah. outside of my social circle. And now in regards to the comment the woman made, it was not... Was she, she, was, she, she, was, she was stating that she wants someone in her social circle, but 
she was more so talking about a economic a a, a, a a dollar value financially. Yeah. So that was why I was saying yeah. to her, "You're but, not." But that. we agreed though that somebody. So if you don't come from that same social background, right? So if I don't come from the South Bronx, mm-hmm. right? If I grew up in an all white, we grew up in Westchester. I went yeah. to an Ivy League school all the way out in the middle of you know like um, upper New York. Mm-hmm. I would be more culturally similar to people who did that than somebody who came from the South Bronx. So me dating somebody who also came from that environment, whether they were white, black, or Puerto Rican, I right. would have I would have that same connection. And right, you but would, but, but you're, you're talking you're, you're, you're talking about a cultural uniformity. I'm not. I was never saying anything about mm. cultural uniformity. I was talking specifically about in a social circle. Whereas, all right, I'll give you an example. So. Tying to that conversation, I made I brought the example with Serena Williams. Yeah, and it was you know we were talking because people were going in on her. Yeah, people were going in on her. Question, question: Are we using the right word by saying social circle? Well, that's what I, that's what I want to say earlier. I, wanna, I don't I wanna think say I don't think that's that. the right word. I was saying they were similar. So when somebody's in your social circle, usually they are of the same sort of sort of background as you, sort of culturally the same. Um, and when this girl said that she didn't want to date outside of her social circle, I was saying that's similar to only dating people who come from your environment and share a very cultural similar things to you. Right. So that so that was okay. that was part that was part of the basis of the conversation. Mm. So we got went deeper into what are we saying by social, social circle. And that's why I wanted to bring up earlier too yeah. when we said social circle. Because that that brings a lot of relevance to what the conversation is. Mm-hmm. So I asked her, are you saying social circle meaning only people who are in your field of work mm. or in whatever? That's that's not what she's saying. So I'm mm. saying, okay, let's let me give an example of Serena Williams since you want to say Black woman can't. Uh, Isn't uh, she dating a billionaire or something like that? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. They can't find. She's married to him yeah. and pregnant. They yeah. can't find black men. And then another thing was, I said, does it have to be? No, I think exact, she had her baby. Exact already. dollar equivalency. No shit. Yeah. I asked her, did it have to be an exact dollar equivalency to make the person someone that's suitable for you, yeah. or just someone that's in your social circle that is making you know the same millions. amount? Oh, yeah. it doesn't have to be the same amount. Yeah. enough but, money that can sustain your lifestyle, yeah. and that person's his, lifestyle, exactly. and still you know you yeah. guys can still meet together. Yeah. So I, I use Serena Williams. Mm. I said you know she's dated a few black men. She mm. chose to marry and have. A child. I think she dated Jamie Foxx or something like that. Uh, Whatever, I don't know about Jamie Foxx. Yeah. I know like Drake was thrown in the mix. Yeah, I, know she, I heard that. I, I know yeah. she. Uh, they date. I thought they just fucked. <laughs> oh well, well, you know, whatever. In today's days, dating is fucking. Dating is fucking. Yeah, you fucked three times. We're dating. I don't care what you say. Is it? You I fucked one time. You dated. <laughs> right. Hey, I was just talking to somebody. Really? That's, a, that's a whole other. Conversation. Another conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Another conversation. That's a whole but, other. You know, conversation. so we spoke about that, and, I, and so I got. To, I said, okay, if we're not talking about a dollar equivalency. We're talking about social circle being people who you come in contact with socially. Mm. Are you gonna say that Serena Williams or any woman for that matter mm. can't meet a black man? Who's doing something? And they went on. They went in on they, her they, too. They, they went in on her. So yeah. I said, okay, this, Serena Williams makes X amount of X amount of money. So yeah. She has a particular lifestyle. Yeah. So you're telling me that there's no af- black athletic trainer who maybe make eight hundred fifty thousand dollars to a million dollars a year mm. who was in that social circle, which means he's socializing with her because he's seeing her at these events. Right. He's coming across her. That is what I mean. By Same thing with Eve. They're but it might, not, they're it might be limited. It might be limited. Is what she's saying. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it you're. And I agree. I agree with her. That if you, yeah. Then you picking by. If you just picking off a of color, then yeah, you, I'm I'm limited. If that's how she's looking at it, you know what I mean? Because like, Eve is dating. Eve is dating a chick. But with, uh, a dude that, like too. say oh, in yeah, Westchester, we're limited. Yeah. We're limited to black women in Westchester. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Extremely. Extremely limited. That's the inverse. Yeah. But now, remember, we're talking to a woman in this conversation who's saying she only wants to date. Black men, black men, right? And then but we, they have to reach a certain. They have to be a certain yeah. right. And so my my mm. my example to her was like you know that's not the case for a lot of women in your circumstance. So are you willing to kind of not date down? 
but date a man who's not making exactly what you make, but might be in your social circle, mm. meaning someone who you come in contact with. Not someone mm. that you culturally identify with, right. yeah. because I can culturally identify with a woman that's in Los Angeles, but I, if I'm not in Cali and she's not in NY, you're we're not, not in the same social circle. Yeah. Right, right, right. Unless we go on Tinder. Mm. Unless we go on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> you know I mean, that's a wave right now. Tinder, Bumble, whatever, whatever else. So yeah. to, answer, to answer your question, that's what I'm saying. And in terms of uh, the comment I made earlier, mm-hmm. uh, which there was an inconsistency mm. in terms of me saying I'm not, you know, yeah. culturally sound with white women. I'm just, I'm just not in that social circle with them. You just don't interact with. But it is so enough. I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. A white woman raised in the South Bronx, because no, there are white people in the South Bronx. It's not the oh, board of white f- folks. Very few. There's like one or two. At least, <laughs> very, you know very, very few. They might like, be, there may be a handful, and, and, and they're likely adopted. Because so, you know, we've all we've all met that one white girl from the hood. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. right. Um, does she? It, does she fit in your social circle? She's raised in the same high yeah, school. Yeah, she, 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 she has similar. Context. The only real difference is race, but yeah, by all she, means, she, she's from the South Bronx. She she would be indeed indeed be in my social circle. Indeed. And you feel like you would okay. be able to date her? Like, and, and and I also made a comment. I don't know if you guys heard me earlier. I, I did, do yeah. believe there's a chance that two people, yeah, of opposite races can indeed fall in love. And I'm not going to say that, that would never be a case because if this is a girl that's in my social circle, we yeah. hang out frequently, and you know we have a lot in common, and we have interest in each other yeah. romantically. That is a possibility, but that is. Very, yeah. the, the chances are very low yeah. for that to happen. One, I haven't grown up with any um, white females in the South Bronx. There you, go. you know, and yeah. you know that's. Oh, just, there wasn't even one in your whole school. <laughs> in my school, no, it was strictly Latin and and, uh, yeah. and and black, Hispanic and yeah, Latin and black. I went to I went to public school and Catholic school, mm. and it was strictly uh, Latin and black. Mm. I think that even kind of goes back to the whole segregation aspect of it, where like poor oh, black yeah. people yeah, and poor and, and and poor black people and poor white people don't live together. Yeah, right. Like they live in different well, areas. Right, can I can I say something as that? When I was in Baltimore, like my beginning of my life starts in Baltimore, and yeah. in Baltimore you have poor blacks and poor whites, for the most part, living in similar areas to each other. Um, but even still, whites in Baltimore have a a racial superiority complex with them so that doesn't <laughs> yeah. always that, yeah. that's, and that's yeah, and that always translates yeah that always translates we see what's going on now yeah. like that's how Donald Trump got got all right. got all his people like you have the poor whites and that, isn't that they, they they said back in the day what um, slave masters used to do to like the poor whites or either yeah, the, it, like, it, back in the day where they would say you're better than that black person yeah. even though you're still first poor. of all yeah. the yeah. whole civil war is rich white guys Convincing poor white guys to fight for nothing that even benefits or hurts them. Them, yeah. It only, it only, ben- it only benefits right. the rich, rich yeah. Right. And rich when, men convincing poor white men to fight. That's yeah. literally... <laughs> yeah. rich and, then, white and, and then when, when slavery <laughs> ended, they used those same poor white guys and say, you know, we just make sure you watch these black guys. Yeah, and, let them do and that's how the police were for it. Right. That's a whole different... Or, or even, like, even like if you look at um, social services, right? So you look mm. at things like welfare and um, the government coming in and helping and the, people. Yeah. Um, part of the reason why a lot of white people are against it is because actually they use those programs to get up and out of poverty. Oh, yes. And then as soon as they got out of poverty, yes. they said, okay, no, no, we don't want to use these right. anymore. You know, everybody get up on your I own I don't know feet. if you guys saw that cartoon. Um, where you had that um it was two it was two males it was one one white guy and one black guy and the white guy basically was trying to convince a black guy hey help me up to get to this and i'll help you up right yeah the black guy helps him up the guy's like all right well the black so the black guy's there he's like all right help me up he's like no you got to do this on your own yeah he was like he was like yeah you know it it was racism or whatever the case is (laughs) like i did use you but hey it's all right now you have to do a a get get up on get up here on your own on your own will like 
I mean, that's basically that's just how it is. That's the get up. Yeah, that. <laughs> no pun Thank intended. You. No pun intended. See? I hope that, that's not the get up. That's yeah. not what we meant. No, that's not what you guys to say. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's the plan. That's what we're trying yeah. to do. <laughs> but just overall, I mean, just uh, to all our listeners, definitely watch that that um that episode of the Gronish because it was it was definitely deep. I mean, it had so many yeah. facets facets in it that just described like everything. It was like you went down this way, like you know, say if you go down one um one trail. Or whatever the case is, there's going to be some sort of you know end pass that you have to, or whatever, some barrier that you have to get down. You go down this route, light skins, white, all this, whatever. Like it just brought in so many. I'm surprised. Opinions. I'm surprised you didn't highlight the fact that the twin sister went up to uh, Diggy Simmons. Yeah, Diggy Simmons. He was yeah. the character. Yeah, and she stepped yeah. to him and she was like, "Oh, and he's." And she's like, "Well, why do you keep dating?" And his wife? in the beginning, and, and he was response, like, "I just can't." His response was like, uh, "Because I can't. I can't." And yeah. then. They they met up later on exactly. on campus, and he yep. felt the need he to have them. to yep. explain to him, like, listen, I, I don't want you girls to think that I only date white, white girls, and yeah. I don't like, I don't like I'm black. just here. It's just I'm here, and yeah. like now I just see everybody's being open. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's important also that they see that they're showing that at, that's at college. There you go. So I think a lot of interracial yeah. you know, happening at college because, because that's of true. that because of that ideology of oh let me be open let me try this yeah. oh you've been in high school you've been a black girl in high exactly. school and you know guys haven't been dating you so you you know you're going for this oh you've been a black guy mm. and I, I have this conversation with uh, black women a lot that, you know not to you know be devil's advocate for them mm. but when they say oh you know I can't find a black guy this and the third there are a lot of black guys mm. who are you know very intelligent they've yes. been in these same programs that these women have been in yes. highly intelligent but they've been so school focus that they haven't been able to like mm. be socially adept mm. and you know that's actually that's actually not the problem the black that? women in higher education don't mm. like the black men in higher education because they're nerds that's what that's the point that's what he was just saying you stopped me you stopped me before I got you stopped him you stopped me before I got to say it you stopped me you stopped me before I was about to say that yeah hold on hold on John go ahead say that you said my point for me say it again say it again and these guys don't have the swag, right? Mm. But can you blame this guy? Because he doesn't like mm. have swag, but he has every other thing you want. You want a guy who's, one, family-oriented, mm. right? You want a guy who's respectful, who's not a player. He's who, making money. Who has, who has a, a high-paying job, mm. a, a, a credit score of 700-plus, <laughs> you know? Mm. But the guy takes you out. And he and, don't got swag. And he, got asks you, yeah. he asks you what's your Zodiac sign. <laughs> Instead of like, yo, you know, saying some you want to, shit. You want like, him to also blow your socks off. Right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you want too much. Yeah. All right. I would also say, too, like, on a demographic <laughs> issue, like, like that's like definitely this. 100%. I like this. But um, if like you look this. at on a demographic issue, too, there's just less black men than there are black women. In the, in the pool, mm. so like oh, if you look facts. at oh, if you look facts. so if you look at it like so many black men are sent to jail, adding something in the army yep. or getting murdered before they are twenty one. That like the pool of black men who are it's who really have that limited. swag, who are in uh, those those good schools and can do all that. There's like far so add so add Maybe all two. that right. Maybe so two. add what Estat so. said. <laughs> so you have the swag, you have all this, you have black men being killed, it's, you it's, have it's fishing in a barrel, either being in, j- in jail, and that's oh, just stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Yeah. And even still, even still, I'm gonna go back to her. I know a lot of intelligent, professional black men, oh, yes. and it's about every area of professionalism in America. Mm. 
And it's the same thing. Same thing. The black men who make it there, the they get questioned a lot about their blackness. Because yeah. if you're a black male and smart, you still gotta be a thug in Tyrone. No, bitch. <laughs> right. But right. you can't. But you can't. Right. There's no but way I'm that not you can blow your but, socks off. But this yeah. is where the problem right? comes in. I'm gonna be stable. All right. You see, and that's that's where the problem comes because then you get those guys and those not, 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 I'm not gonna say the problem, but this is where you see it occurring again. You get those guys and those guys are like, yo, for, for you know my four years in high school, my four my four years in my four years in, in, in my undergrad and in grad school. Grad she's school, me. So now, now I'm dating you. You I don't know, I don't want to say that this is this guy's uh, life story, mm. but then you get a Van Jones. You mm. know what I mean? And then you're like, oh, well, why is he? He's mm. so black, but he got this white chick. But yeah. but yo, they were curving me <laughs> my entire life. And the same thing you're saying. Oh, these black yeah. guys have been curving me. I also me think for, too. Like, at some point, we have to have a talk about black intellectualism and dating. Because that's really the problem we're having. Yeah, yeah, it's not about availability. It's not about any of that. It's about what you, who you are as a person and what you desire sexually. And sometimes you're saying you want all that in one pack. That's not realistic. It's not realistic. I also think, too, like, the way we depict black men, right? So, like, when you're talking about, like, swag, like, oh, they want the guy with the swag. Well, like, who is that guy? Usually we do that with rappers and sports stars, right? Like, like the, it's the swag... The swag, I, yeah, the swag for like white people is different than it is for black people, and it's because we only are portrayed when we are popular as those guys, and those guys yeah. aren't the type of people who are you know going through all those like higher institutions and things like that. So it's like the way we color ourselves to like that is a cool black man compared to what is that is a cool. I mean, white but right now, what, what's what's being like, what everything is being judged right um, now by your likes on face i mean on instagram your follows on instagram and all of that right so the people that these young kids are looking up to are the drakes the kanye's right, right. the 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 possibly the van joneses right? right the people who are in the public eye right. all of these black men are dating white women right so they're yep. thinking that's, that's or, or or i mean and then, and then instagram instagram you have if you have a big booty white girl also, though, whatever Spanish chick, yeah. black chick, whatever the case may be, but that's but that's just that's what these younger kids are looking up to because that's what is in that's what's in their focus right now is Instagram, what they're dating. But if you think like everybody, Serena wanna, Williams, we just add her. Serena Williams, yeah. um, Eve, she's dating a white guy. Um, I think she's married. Eve's she's married. married. Sorry, married. No, I'm she's so married. sorry. She's married. She's married. Um, one of the richest men in the world. Merkel, what's her name? Merkel. Granted, she's biracial, but um, who Merkel? Merkel, the uh, the, oh, the, the Daughter of the, the uh, yeah, who's ma- who's yeah. marrying um, Prince um, Charles, whatever his name yeah. is from England. But she, barely, she, barely, she barely looks like she. That is true. <laughs> but her mom is Jamaican, and us Jamaicans are still claiming her. We're still claiming her. Like we finally got a black woman. I'm like, where is she at? Yeah, but that's the biggest thing. But you, but you see all these. You see either a listers, whatever the case may be. Like Rihanna, this was probably some months ago. Was you know the paparazzi got her dating a white guy. So now you're just like so, but so it's I don't I don't so as Pharaoh said yeah we do have to possibly like we do have not possibly but we probably do have to break down those barriers but whoever if you're interested in just a black woman that is fine if you're interested in just a Spanish woman that is fine however but you cannot negate the fact that yes black women are being um, persecuted yeah right. Black women are being persecuted because either they're too rough or they're too this or too that or right. whatever the case may be. And, they, and, like, and, an and extent, that's a sad thing. And to it an extent, they kind of have to be yeah. in certain roles. Oh, yeah. They have career. to be. But Single mothers. Before, 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 we go, like before we go forward, I wanted, I wanted, mama, to, I wanted to go I back you, to the uh, conversation we're talking about in terms of what do we identify as far as men with, you know, what, what do you call swag? Are we talking about? Yeah. We, I, 
I add think, to the list. I what think, else? I, no, I, I never add to the list. <laughs> I think for, I mean, for some women, I think that that's that. But for the women that we're going to give more credit to and say that they're intellectual, mm. they're a little more, you know, yeah, a little more understanding of their own, you know, worth. Than, mm. I think what they call swag is really a guy who can handle women. Okay. A guy who can, can finesse a woman. Yeah. And those guys that we're talking about who are in these programs with them and, you know, mm. they never had time. Not that they never had time, but they never got yeah. in a space that's where they not could, who they are they, yeah it's not who they are they, yeah. they never were put in a situation where they could learn that I know Insecure had an uh, episode on, of this and on, I'm not gonna lie a good portion of actual black men not men descended from not first generation Africans or Haitians or Caribbean African I'm talking Americans. black men yeah. descended from American slave the right. good portion of them that I've met in higher education kind of come from single mom households oh yeah single so their respect for yeah. women is Kind of dare. It's a like you gotta yeah. really break it down. A lot of people look at these black cars like, oh, they're all black. They're really not. Most of them are Africans, <laughs> Asians, <laughs> Caribbeans. Yeah. They're not black, like yeah. slave descended. I so mean, when you really start there, breaking there is, it down, looking at that, there is going. So, there is something going along with the um with uh, like Howard and like the Spellmans and so forth, where they're saying mm-hmm. that now because. Black people, and this is a whole other conversation, but black people are not really like like the Cornells, right? When yeah. we were speaking about it and the endowments. They don't yeah. have that, but they also don't have the alumni that's contributing back to the so now you have to okay, yeah, now you have to go outside and say, Well, we can't just we can't just focus on on, on African Americans, we can't just focus on black people. Now we have to go to these uh, white students and now now these institutions are black institutions are becoming coming either either half or you know right, you know either right. either like 50 50 yeah. like white to black ratio whatever the case may be and or a little bit more white than it is black did you guys ever check out that show the quad but, but i watched that but now. hold on let I me that let now. me just let me yeah. clarify let me clarify why yeah, that happened it, yeah. no no because dj bell that's the real but let me clarify why that happened because the problem with black wealth is it becomes just like white wealth it doesn't want to give back to the poor and that's what happened with the black colleges. These black colleges have alumni who've done very well for themselves, who could give back, but they don't. Why For the same reason. Hold on, hold on. For the same reason that most young black people don't know what the Urban League is, and most of them can't even tell you what the NAAC stands for. Mm. That older black generation failed. Mm. All right? And they mm. failed and got bougie. Mm. And in their bouginess, a whole generation died, and now they have the problems of their bouginess. Mm. They got to the top and started thinking their shit was too good. Their shit don't stink. All right? There is a black upper class. There is a black, there is black money in America, but the groups who have those black folks who have ascended to that level to hold cut it. themselves off yep. from the poor blacks. Yep. Yep. They moved out of the yep. neighborhoods. They left Harlem. They left Baltimore. <laughs> they moved to the suburbs, and this is how we got to the point we have now that's, with our black colleges, with our local Potomac. schools. <laughs> Yes. That's how you get the housewives <laughs> of Potomac, right? <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to actually wrap this up. Um, and John, so we what we leave off with is a gold star point. This gold star point is something that you want to tell the listeners of like what it is that you kind of want that you feel like you're focusing on and kind of just to say, all right, this is what I'm focusing on and just giving like an overall, I don't know, slogan, so to speak, to to, to what? Or, Focus or on recently, yes. Send people to the, the grape fields. Or the, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 what's that? The, yeah, go pick some grapes. So when we say <laughs> go pick some grapes, it's a fail. We're going to give somebody an L. That's giving somebody an L. When you say go pick some grapes, I'm going to give somebody an L. And I actually have a okay. go pick grapes moment, too. Can I, can I, can I just run over, run over real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to just no, you're good. spew some, something you're else. You're good. So. Esther, we're going to go so, to you. 
Esther, we'll go to you if you have a gold star point, or or if you want to go, I have a, I have, I'm making Georgia go pick some grapes. But go ahead. Um, I really just wanted to send a guy to go pick some grapes who dumped his white girlfriend because he saw Black Panther. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's fucked like, up. I, like, look, and you was only dating her for two months, dude. Like, come on, man. And the girl bought, bought him the tickets, but and you gonna... bought the tickets. She's the one who promoted it more uh, than you did. The, the thing that just annoyed me about it this the most is because like look I I love the movie Black Panther I think love it was great it. to have all these black actors and these black strong directors female, yep. strong female whatever but at and, the oh, end can, and I'm so sorry to interrupt yeah. you can we also say that Black Panther has just surpassed one billion dollars you know like globally so that makes them what the top uh, the, the top two um film or whatever Marvel whatever it may be whatever the accolades is yes yeah, crushing it at the box office billion dollars um but at the end of the day it's a, it's a it's a movie about a comic book character yeah um that's really what the movie is about it's not about you know big racial dynamics or, or yeah. breaking up with your white girlfriend no it's about a it's about a guy from a made up country who dresses up like a panther to right. defend a made up resource mm, right. like that's what the movie is about yeah, yeah. um and if that movie <laughs> we don't have vibranium it's not existing <laughs> It's not, it's not real. It's not real. You mean it's Moscow Mule? It's not vibranium. It's not vibranium. You didn't give me vibranium. I'm trying to drink vibranium become, and become the black man. Come on, it's not. You know, like if you're that is weak minded and that insecure that the comic book movie made you change your whole life decisions and make some bad choices, right? That that's just I almost I, I feel happy for the girl that she got out of that relationship Please. in two months because honestly yeah. somebody was gonna whisper into that guy's ear six years down the line when they married with kids and all of a sudden he's about to break up with her now because JoJo said something to him <laughs> uh, yeah. or like and, he and you know like he had been dating white women his whole life oh shit yeah. I didn't know about that yeah I mean like, there was he, had like he had a nightmare <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I mean, good thing, good thing you didn't buy the tickets to get out, right? Like oh. then, then they would have really been broke what, That's a good question. He, he, he goes probably didn't see Get Out. He didn't see Get Out. He can't react. He saw Get Out. react to Black Panther. Thank you, thank you, John. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I just want to send that dude to the the grapefruit man. Go pick some fucking grapes because he's just a cornball and so many. He does this on hot on on the radio live too. Like he couldn't be. Like you're gonna be such a hurt that you're gonna do this like and you're gonna do it all on the radio like just come on. Like, he just needs the biggest you know L on the, the And he did because the girl, the girl, yeah. Sorry, hold on. Pharaoh, Pharaoh, hold on. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. But, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, but anyway, so I'm going to actually, I don't know. Did you did you think of a, a, a yeah, gold you, star or you know, a pick grapes? I wish I could have had a, a great one. But, no, you're fine. But mine right. is actually going to be based on like 105. Okay. Yeah. Also. But mine is going to go. Uh, to Charlemagne. Oh shit, Charlemagne! I'm giving Charlemagne you, great, great picker of the day. Go, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> great picker of the day for his response to uh, Monique. Oh, okay. I, wish I, I mean, we can talk about that next time. We can talk about but next time. I'm gonna give him uh, a day to go pick grapes in the field. Okay, based on that, we, that's a, that's a good conversation. So we're gonna put that in a notepad. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna we'll, put that in a notepad. We're gonna make sure. Farrell, let's see. I hope. I think we may have got you back. Let me see if we can hear you now before you break up. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we yeah. can hear you now. We got you. All right. Um, my gold star point is going to echo my uh, philosophy corner. And pretty much the main conversation we had today is to look for something deeper in people than their surface value, especially in the age when we're far more connected than ever before. The context of birth don't really dictate who we are as much as they used to about 30 or even 20 years ago. 
So I would say if you're looking for love, look for something different than you. Look for something that's going to force you to go. Find a person that's going to challenge you because challenge is what presents greatness in all of us. Amen. Damn, you're so profound, man. Uh, you made me question everything. That's buddy. that's fair right there. I'm gonna um I'm giving the state of Georgia um go to go pick some grapes. Um they actually recently uh have been trying to uh start a war with the because of the NRA. I don't know if you heard this, John, but what's been going on is that um because the NRA, because Georgia or even Delta removed their sponsorship. Yes. They removed just like a, a whole bunch Um, in regards to um, the the governor and so, or the lieutenant governor, yeah. so Georgia lieutenant um, uh, Cagle, Governor Cagle, whatever, whoever case case, go pick some grapes too, because you about to have Delta leave the state of Georgia. Every one of your constituents are about to lose their fucking job because you want to go back to NRA. Go pick some grapes that, for that, that's and go kick no some power. rocks again. Exactly, logical organization right. that creates no jobs. Right, there you right. go. There you go. That's, that that, that uh, conversation is pretty close to me because uh, a mm. very close friend of mine mm. moved from New York City and relocated to, to Georgia. Georgia to work for Delta. Delta is raising a son out there. Has a you know they home, better be home now, and it's like this is just they better be careful. Crazy. They better be careful, yeah. and, or they or they better go or they better go in their midterms to go fucking vote this motherfucker out if he yeah. if he's on the ballot. Like don't choose somebody else because this motherfucker just like the rest of the Republicans don't have any one of these low income um you know uh, Bible Belt Rust Belt mother. They don't have you guys like in their in their purview. They got dollar signs. And they, hey, fuck you guys, just like that, you know. Right. But again, this is this is the Get Up podcast. I do want to thank our brother over here who came, oh, who came. Yes, brother. Thanks again to our brother Ty, the CEO of PVA Studios. Of course, always blessing us. Again, thanks again, and make sure you take a listen to our other podcast and take and actually keep an eye out for our other podcast coming up to our listeners. Thanks again, deuces. Boom. All right. Good shit.